Welcome to Montgomery County Today. I'm Jen Harris and joining me is County Administrator Craig Meadows. We're here to talk about a recent Board of Supervisors meeting. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. Always good to be here, Jen. The board held their second October meeting on Monday the 24th and the agenda highlights from that evening included one presentation, six public hearings, one work session item, and four items of new business. Uh, first and foremost, though, we started off uh, with a presentation of the county's annual report. And since you had a big hand in that and shared it with the board, I'll let you talk a little bit about that. All right. Yep. Last night, we presented the fiscal year 2022 annual report that covers July 1st, 2021. One. One. <laughs> I always get tripped <laughs> up on that. July 1st, 2021 through June 30th, 2022. It is and, easy to get tripped up, yes. And I even had it right in front of me written down, and I still didn't read my my little note, so I didn't screw that up. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, but we did share that information last night, and I'll just give a couple of quick highlights. I'm hoping folks will go out and check it out for themselves on our website. But our annual report is an interactive report, and it shares highlights from county departments, but we put them in six different categories general administration, public safety, parks, recreation, and culture, community development, health and welfare, and public works. And we also uh, highlight some awards and recognitions that the counties received during fiscal year 2022 and some key facts and figures. So uh, we've just tried to highlight the big things. Obviously, we could cover it all. It would be it would be too big of a report that we've had a very full full year. But really, it's the staff of the Public Information Office who deserves the credit. Josh Rosenfeld, Becky Hurtling, and Durley Aguilar, they did a really great job of putting it all together. There's some great drone footage in there and awesome pictures throughout the year. And so I could just gush on and on, but um, I know that's not why we're here today. So let's dive into all those public hearings. There were quite a few that we had to get through last night, but they didn't take that long. No, they didn't. They really didn't. And uh, before you move on for the annual report, I want to give you and your team a big shout out and encourage uh, folks that are listening, please go out and take a look at that. Uh, we have such a creative group here and they do a fabulous job of of highlighting a lot of the activities that are going on in the county. And uh, I'm very proud of that. Uh, I'm very humbled that I'm the one that gets to give the introduction there at the beginning. And like I said last night, my, my biggest concern doing the introduction was that I didn't get hit in the head with the drone that we were using as part of the video and, and should have known better that Josh is a professional and right. uh, get it right by me. It was great. But um, sure, I'll be glad to talk about the public hearings. Uh, <laughs> the first two public hearings we had uh, at the meeting were related to special use permit requests. First, there was a request by Shaw Development for a special use permit to allow an antiques and specialty store under 2,000 square feet within an existing structure in Reiner. Uh, county staff and the applicant addressed the board. Later in the meeting, the board unanimously approved this uh, SUP under new business. Secondly, there was a request by Knollwood Associates for a special use permit to construct a mini storage, self-storage facility, sorry, mini warehouse self-storage facility on Cinnabar Road. Again, county staff and the applicant uh, spoke to the board about this request and later in the meeting, the board also unanimously approved this special use permit. 
After those two SUPs, there were four public hearings uh, for organizations that have requested real estate tax exemptions due to their uh, type of operations they have in the county. Those organizations were the Agape Center Corporation, the Community Health Center of the New River Valley, the, the Montgomery Museum and Lewis Miller Regional Arts Center, and the Mountain Empire Services of the Southwest, also uh, known as NRV Community Services. Uh, there were representatives from uh, three of the organizations uh, last night. I keep saying last night at the October 24th meeting. I'll get that right. We've only been doing this two years now. Um, there were representatives from uh, the organizations to address questions from the board. Uh, the board is expected to act on these requests probably at one of their November meetings. Well, thank you for that. And that brings us to the work session. And speaking of work, I want to put a disclaimer out as we're doing this uh, this morning, this recording. We have some renovations taking place in our suite. And so if you hear any odd noises in the background, it's uh, due to the construction that's taking place all around us. So so far, I think it's been a little bit silent, but I just want to throw that out there in case it sneaks up on one of us. Yeah, but... I was going to say, you probably just jinxed us, but we'll I see know. the rest of the podcast. Um, but the work session at the, uh, excuse me, October 24th meeting, the county uh, is currently working through reassessing property values, and this takes place every year. Montgomery County, I believe I heard from the last 21 years, has worked with Wampler Ains appraisal group to conduct uh, assessments and uh, the reassessment. And uh, that's the same for the 2023 reassessment. And the appraisal firm is currently examining sales data and visiting nearly 4,000 parcels or they most likely already have and they're analyzing their data now. So 40,000 parcels and about um, 3,300 manufactured homes. So what they do is they, they visit all those um, locations and they work to establish fair market values for the reassessment. And just want to throw out there that the reassessed property values will go into effect January 1st, 2023, and will remain in effect for four years until the next reassessment. So we did have a representative at the October 24th meeting uh, come and speak to the board about this. And I'm, I'm sure you have some things you want to add about that. Sure, Jen. I'll be glad to. Uh, Gary Eanes, who is the president of Wampler Eanes, was at the board meeting on the 24th and shared with the board there. They're a little bit behind uh, where they typically like to be at this point in the process. Uh, but he did say the assessment uh, letter should be in the mail to uh, property owners by the end of November. Um, this has been this has been a challenging reassessment. I'm sure as uh, anyone who's listening knows uh, the market uh, has uh, the real estate market has been very hot over the last couple of years. Um, values have have gone up in some cases have gone up tremendously. Uh, but what's interesting is in the last six months that market has cooled a little bit. It's not it's not going way down, but it is cooled. And so I think um, the assessment group is having a real challenge trying to make sure that what they uh, come up with, as you said, is valid for the next four years, is as accurate a representation as possible at a point in time as to what those values are. So I know that he mentioned at the meeting that they had three uh, assessors working full-time on reviewing the information. They're planning on bringing on a fourth uh, so they can get those uh, assessments out to everyone within the next month. Um, 
I will tell, I've said this repeatedly to citizens when I talk with them, uh, don't, don't let your eyes pop out when you get your reassessment. Please remember that, um, please remember what the last four years have been like in the real estate market. And even though it may be a big jump in value, um, ask yourself the question, if I put my house on the market today, what would I ask for it as a sales price? And whatever that is, that's what your house should be assessed at uh, because that is how we reflect market value. So um, we'll see. We There will be an opportunity to talk to the assessors about the valuations. We also have a, an, an assessment um, appeals board of citizens that if you strongly feel that your uh, assessed value is incorrect, you can appeal that to this body as well. We will be getting more information on that out to citizens shortly after the notices are mailed about how you can go through a process if you are seriously concerned that your valuation is incorrect. Well, that leaves us with uh, new business, and you've already shared the outcome of three new business items. The special use permit request uh, introduced during public hearings were approved, and that leaves us with the proclamation naming Saturday, November 26th as Small Business Saturday. That was also passed unanimously. Yes, it was. Uh, I want to go back just a second, and I want to clarify one thing about the special use permits. Um, while there were two public hearings on those SUPs, it actually resulted in three new business items, and two of those were related to the Knollwood Associates request. Uh, there were two actions associated with that one. There was a rezoning that had to be applied to one of the parcels in a special use permit. So, um just wanted to make sure we got that cleared up before we finished. Yeah, those numbers didn't find out, did they? <laughs> two to three. Um, two public hearings to three action items. So thank you for that clarification. Um, and thank you for going over the highlights of the October 24th meeting with us. And as always, if you want to watch the board meeting in its entirety, including the items we uh, didn't get a chance to discuss here today, we hope you'll visit our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash MontgomeryVA. And you can learn more about Montgomery County by visiting our website, including looking at our fiscal year 2022 annual report at our website at montva.com. Thank you. Have a great day, everyone.